today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk with Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of uh, FPM and FPM3 Marketing and Vacuum Man. Now, welcome back to the program. How's your week been, Adam? You know what? It's been an extremely busy week, Bill. And you know why? Because I'm excited to share uh, Vacuum Man has invested in where? No, nowhere else. We, we've invested in Hamilton. I, I love this city. You know, you know that. I'm I a big Hamilton do. fan. And, uh, you know, and I sometimes get a little vocal. I know some, sometimes city council goes, oh, I, no. I've here never comes, noticed here that. Comes, here comes Adam. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know that better than many. So <laughs> I wanted to share, I've invested in Hamilton, and we're, we just opened our new warehouse. We got a big warehouse in Hamilton. We're on Parkdale Avenue North. Just moved our offices. We got all of our, all of our trucks and everything in play there, and we're all set to go. Uh, so I, I'm excited, and this is great because you know we're. This is a time that is very, very challenging with COVID, and we talk. Yeah, you know, the news is every day, and we just spoke about in the news recently with uh, some of the situations happening with the government. And you know what? One of the things is that you can count on. Uh, we've been working very diligently at Vacuman. If you want to get your furnace or ducts cleaned properly, please feel free to give us a call. And I'm proud to sponsor the show uh, to, to also talk about technology and all the new things coming forward. So just want to share my exciting news of our new new address in Hamilton, Ontario. COVID-19 notwithstanding, this is a busy time of the year for uh, Vacuman, isn't it? I mean, people getting their furnaces ready for the winter? Yeah, absolutely. When people turn it on, I mean, we've had a couple days there where it kind of got uh, dipped uh, quite quite chilly um yeah and people you know if you haven't turned on your furnace because it's been nice a few couple uh for a few weeks you smell that burning smell of the dust uh sitting in your blower fan or it's in your ac coil or in in your vents the supply can sort of you know make it make you start to realize geez you know what you might be sneezing or having allergies i'll tell you the one thing that's uh, uh important is uh dog hair cat hair uh you know over the over the period of the uh the, the summer, your cold air return has been sucking all that in. So, yeah, it's quite busy right now uh, from this time. Just anyway, based on the fact that people are starting to see if your furnace has kind of got a bit of that odor or that smell that you're finding your allergies kicking in, that's another good reason to give us a call. We talked about security a, a couple of weeks ago on the program and, uh, you know, security systems and, you know, you want to make sure you don't want people breaking in. But from a tech standpoint, uh, they don't have to break into your house to steal stuff from there, do you? No, I, I mean, the future movies of, of where you see them climbing into a home and setting up cameras and, you know, all those spy police movies that you used to watch, um, those things are gone. And I mean, in real life, this is even scarier, is that in the United States, Comcast, very similar to like who the kind of internet services and providers we have here in Canada, um, were selling services that allowed you to get, you know, multiple different broadcast units. Uh, they maybe came with a TV, that internet of things, um, which we talk about, which it relates to whether it's your smart TV, your smart toaster. Uh, you know, a week ago, I think we were talking about how a, a coffee machine was compromised. And, uh, you know, someone was trying to get ransomware by overtaking a smart coffee maker. Well, this one's really interesting is the fact that now what they can do is within 100 meters of your home, if you don't have a proper password set up on your router, they can take over the camera. On your smart TV, many smart televisions, and, and, you know, we have laptops and tablets and otherwise, they can now take over the simplistic of those smart TVs, and they can see what's going on in your home without you knowing. It installs a a, a malware. It's like an upgrade. It says on your TV, you need to upgrade, and it looks very uh, authentic. It could be a Samsung update or otherwise, and you think, oh, I need to upgrade for security. What it's doing is they're uploading it directly from outside your house. 
and they can then take over and look at everything going on in your home, listening, cameras or otherwise. Anyway, the point of the matter was they found this flaw and uh, they did apply a patch. Uh, it is it is effective that if you do have a smart home uh, technology and you do notice that those firmware upgrades pop up, want to click yes. So don't ignore it. Don't go, well, I like it the way it is. It seems to be working fine. Those are the things you definitely want. They're called firmware upgrades. Make sure you do those. Uh, and they managed to uh, overcome this challenge down in the States. But I'm willing to bet it's going to be very much applicable up here in Canada as well, Bill. Always be on the safe side because we're using more and more smart devices every day. Uh, you know, it just used to be just the phone. And I remember talking with our, our friend, uh, our good friend, Dr. Nick Vadis at McMaster University. Uh, and Nick's a techie, like you. I mean, you guys, just, you t- speak a different language. But Nick told me, this was like 15 years ago, and he says, you know, there's, where the, the, the fridge is going to talk to your car, and your car is going to talk to you, and uh, to your phone, and to your watch. I said, come on, Nick, look, look what's happening. I mean, you know, it's, it's amazing. And, 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 and we're buying into all of this stuff. As you say, just about everything we're doing right now is a computer. And if it's a computer, it can be hacked. It, absolutely. And, and I want to also make a point of the, the cost to add this technology. It's not these aren't Apple and Samsung and Google uh, uh, level of, of installations. Some of these like some, you know, are uh, inexpensive or they might be names you've never heard of before. Um, you know, it's funny. Michelle and I were looking at getting a garage door opener and the gentleman said, would you like the infrared or would you like the new Wi-Fi version? And I said, the Wi-Fi version? He says, yes, it, it allows you to works with an app. And, and I said, well, what's the name of the app? Oh, the app comes with the, with the actual garage door opener. And I'm thinking, okay, so that's a no-name brand from somewhere made with a component out of some, out of maybe a Chinese factory that, you know, so there's so many questions and you're right. I didn't even ask for it. They're coming with it now. It's not a feature you ask. The, the, your coffee maker can come with it automatically. So uh, these are the, the point of the matter is, even though we're thinking, oh, I got to fix, I got to buy a new coffee maker, got to get in the fridge. These items are coming smart. They're not requested anymore. They're not upgrades. It's almost standard issued. And you need to make sure you take security precautions in addition to just making sure it makes your coffee right um, or opens your garage door. You're going to want to make sure the security settings are, are properly established on them as well. Yeah, I'd be a little, I, I'm not trying to be paranoid, but I'd be a little nervous about having an app like that. Because, again, it, that means anybody, you know, could, could open your garage door while you're away. Yeah, not any, not well, anybody, not, but somebody who really wanted to. Well, they could obviously overtake my TV and look inside my house. I'm willing to bet a garage yeah. door wouldn't be that much more difficult to manage, right? So, well, yeah, all the junk, I, all the junk I got in my garage, they wouldn't they wouldn't get to th- into the house anyway. So it doesn't much matter. They can't even get through the door. But anyway, just be wary about that. Uh, I got a lot of stuff we want to talk about here. Facebook has, has been uh, a topic just about every week now, and for all the wrong legal reasons. I mean, uh, now the government's yeah. going after them. Well, they've been under scrutiny, and I think COVID really delayed this process, but it was officially announced this week. Um, and I know everyone's dealing with COVID presidents and, you know, everything going on with, 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 with what's happening. However, this one really needed a, a lot of attention. The House of, of Judiciary Subcommittee have actually ruled now that Facebook wields a monopoly. And, you know, we all knew that. And we saw that with the latest, which you and I spoke about on uh, a few weeks ago with the uh, uh, the Netflix feature, right? Um, and we were talking about how 
they've got so much power. Well, now it's been deemed that they have been, uh, they are in control. In fact, they've even in the report stated that Facebook has been not developing anything new. If anything, they wipe out the competition, they overpower and limit the ability of innovation to be created. Um, and so with that said, uh, this new announcement from the subcommittee means it doesn't mean it's officially going to break up, but what it means is that it looks like the actions are moving forward. So this is, this is going to set a precedence for all of them, the Amazons, the Apples, the Google Alphabet companies. Congress is going to be setting up a source of how they want to structurally separate it. And, you know, you and I spoke last week on Tech Talk how Facebook is now trying to merge the Instagram and the WhatsApp and the uh, messaging app together. Well, now Facebook is trying to, they're trying to up their game really quick. Because if they don't, um, Congress is going to be telling them it's time to separate and release. So this could be something of where we're going to see these big companies start to divest versus uh, invest into buying out competition. Lots of folks are complaining about the price of their phones these days. I mean, they've just skyrocketed in the last little while because of all the bells and whistles that are on them. But uh, you found a, a rather inexpensive Android phone. Yeah, well, you know, one of the things I get a lot when we after I do this show, and I'll, and I'll brag about, you know, like, check out the new Samsung Fold or the new Apple phone. And, and, you know, when you and I talk about it, one of the discussions is, how much are these phones? And, you know, and it's not affordable. It's not necessarily affordable for a lot of people anymore. I mean, the most uh, standard phone are almost $3,000 Canadian. And that's a lot of money. It doesn't matter how you spin it. It's, it's literally a used car now. Um, to get yourself a smartphone. So um, one of the things I thought I would do is talk about today and, and sort of help listeners uh, have the option that, you know, going to an old phone on Kijiji, uh, an old Android phone, um, sometimes the problem with that is they're outdated, meaning there's not enough security. We keep saying you need to upgrade your phone, you got to upgrade your phone. Well, if you're buying an old Kijiji phone uh, for an Android phone and it's like six years or older for $25, it can't get upgraded. It can't even download the latest apps. Well, there is a new Android phone, and I thought this was reasonable. It's a Korean phone called TerraCube. Uh, they came up with this phone a while ago, and I looked at a lot of these Android phones, and, and part of it is when you're buying these new phones, they make you sign into contracts in two years. This is a $99. You can buy it outright. It comes with the latest Android. It's got a great camera. It's got wonderful memory, but this specific phone the reason why i wanted to bring it up bill is and there's lots of android latest models why this one caught my eye is that the battery it worked like it did back in the 2000s where you could pop the battery out and put a fresh battery in and you know that was because blackberry at the time you know they would run out of juice half a day yeah. now they're you can get almost a full day but you don't even need to charge it you can pop the battery out put in a fresh one and you can get almost a week worth out of two batteries all for 99 dollars uh, you miss those days, don't you? I really do. There's nothing you know, when, when more. When we were doing the show, me. when we were doing the show in studio, it seems like a hundred years ago. Uh, it, it, back in those days, invariably you would you would change batteries in the middle of the show because you, you always got three or four phones with you, depending on you know what, what company you're working with at the time. Uh, and you just flip the oh, the battery's dead. You, you haven't got time to charge it, right? So you just get a new one in. I miss those days too. Yeah, you know what? I, I mean, those were the days when I had them on my belt, and everyone yeah. was kind of like, a, I looked like something of a stormtrooper when I walked around because it was like, <laughs> what's this? this is battery pack 463. I've got to pop this puppy and keep talking. So, you know what? Those days are back. Uh, and the good news is, I, I don't know. I, I think it's 
a, a very, very valuable thing because you know what? We, we, for recycling reasons alone, um, you know, we talk about that, right? So yeah. I think it's, it's important. I, I never really, I get why they did it to make the phone smaller, thinner, uh, you know, make it less accessible from the outside from waterproofing and, and, and dust resistance and so forth. However, uh, there is something to be said about if you're going to, you know, most of us put cases on our phones. I think it's a missing aspect. A lot of people that are listening right now going, that would be so amazing if I could do that. By the way, at the beginning of the show here, we were talking about home security. Uh, you've uh, found a rather uh, inventive uh, security camera system. Well, we're, we know that we've got coming up Amazon's deals days, and I don't get into too much because there's so much on Amazon that's going to be for sale and, and you know great deals that are going to be available. Security cameras always have been necessary, and we want to protect our homes. We want to have our businesses properly uh, protected. Well, there's a new... Uh, uh, security cam. It's called Arlo. It's available on Amazon. And what makes this security camera different than others that I'm giving it a little more preference is the fact that it runs with a battery, a lithium-ion battery, that you can stick it anywhere, put it on a tree. Uh, if you're living in downtown Hamilton, uh, then, you know, you can put it in the alleyway by your house so you can keep an eye on your car. Um, it's got a three-month bill, three-month battery length at a Wi-Fi high-resolution, meaning that you'll be able to get quality uh, quality camera security all without the wiring necessarily to make it work. So, uh, you know, the old the old days uh, last year um, where that <laughs> you had to run an electrical outlet, uh, outlet or run an electrician to come out and try to get power to get the camera installed. No longer is the case. So if you're concerned about a, a camera that exists, that is wireless, it's called Arlo, and it's going to be available on Amazon. Uh, if you want to check it out, it's a great security option for you. What's new with uh, Smartware these days? Well, you know, there's. I have a backpack. You know, I used to carry yep. a briefcase. And, you know, and I always found, like, you know, uh, it was always business-wise. Well, now I carry a smart backpack. Um, and I, I wanted to share this because Samsonite and Google have partnered. Um, and if you're a student or you're looking for that gift at Christmas for, uh, you know, your, your child, your grandchild or whatever, and it's a, that perfect, what would my, what would that young person want? Or business person, a smart backpack, Bill. This is, this is great. You know what's great? Samsonite uh, and, and Google came together. Comes with a battery charger. Okay, so you got a little extra juice. And as you're walking with your backpack on, you'll be able to call on music. You can ask it questions so you can get bus schedules. You can ask it what the weather is going to be like. You can even ask it what your schedule is. Where do you got to be? It even comes with reminders. And, I mean, since we don't use books anymore, think of all the space you're going to have in the back. So, you know, I was thinking that I could carry more lunch. So Michelle likes to make me a lunch when I go to work. So I'm thinking all the extra cookies and Oreo cookies and bags of Doritos it will carry. And it will tell me uh, where and when I got to be at what time. So if you're looking for a smart backpack, it's now available. Uh, i got time for one more story. Uh, what's Apple doing in court? Because Apple's in court all the time these days. <laughs> You know what? The news has always been Apple's getting sued. (laughs) And it's always been about, you know, Epic and so forth. But Apple finally has its own fair of lawsuits. And I'm sure it's suing a lot of companies. Why this one caught my eye and, and has a little more attention is it's going after a Canadian recycling company and i understand for rightful reasons apparently it caught this company uh being uh, reselling refurbished uh 
uh, iPhones, iPads, iWatches, and you know, as I, Apple is very uh, diligent in its claims and services that you know, if you have a, a broken or a, a malfunctioning product, uh, they'll replace it as part of their Apple Care. They actually give it to a company, and there's one in U.S., one in Canada, and they're supposed to decommission it, take it apart, and they're really strict about trying to stick to recycling rules. That's one thing about Apple; they've been very good. Well, apparently, over a hundred thousand of these units, Bill, have been resold um, without Apple's permission. Um, so this Canadian company is uh, getting their hands slapped for a lot of reasons. So uh, you may have bought a refurbished Apple product through maybe Kijiji or uh, eBay or even on Best Buy. Um, those products that you see that are opened or, or marketplace, they call it, um, they might be just a repaired Apple device. And the issue with Apple is they stood by that product. And so these, what's happening is when you enter your serial number with an Apple, um, it comes up right in Apple's uh, register database if there's an issue with it. Um, so anyway, it's going to get pretty ugly for this Canadian company, um, and Apple stands by its recycling policies, and unfortunately, that wasn't happening. $30 million lawsuit. These guys are serious. And that's U.S., so that's yeah. what, like two hundred million Canadian bill. I mean, that's, that's a big chunk of money, right? I don't think uh, I don't think that's going to, you know, somebody's not sitting around the boardroom table going, well, since we made a trillion in, in benefit, yeah, this one's going to definitely hurt the bottom line on this situation. Wow, incredible stuff. Uh, that's uh, just about all the time we've got for today. Uh, listen, have yourself a great Thanksgiving. Uh, best to you and Michelle, and uh, uh, you know, stay huddled up under your roof there, and uh, have a great time. And we'll talk to you next week. Wonderful. Thank you, Bill. You have a great weekend as well. Happy Thanksgiving. You- you too. Adam Oldfield, of course, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM Free Marketing and Vacuuman, which sponsors Tech Talk. We do this every Friday at 1130. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.